Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Like a Days Ago podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan, and with me today, we got Ben. Howdy, how you doing? We got Vinny. Howdy. And we almost didn't, but thankfully, we have Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't say hi. <laughs> every, yeah. Every week, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. This time, it was deeper, so... Yeah, um, we almost didn't have Patrick with us for for a minute there. Um, he he was able to get on just the very last ten minutes before we started recording, so that worked out well. Yeah, um, I just right clicked and muted Vinny on on Discord, so don't hear yeah. distraction. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I don't blame you. Vinny has a special guest of his own now. I I suppose yeah, he, he has family interruptions, so I'm just gonna ignore him for the time. Fa- being. Family that we just told uh, that we're recording to. Yeah, exactly. Um. But yeah, so uh, how's everyone doing today besides Vinny? I'm doing pretty good. Got my energy drink. Yeah. Got some donuts. Mm, donuts. Olivia's finally fucking gone. Good. Well, then, now that, now that Olivia's gone, how about you, Vinny? I'm pretty sure that, that semi internal scream is a good indication of how I'm doing right now. Okay. All right. Um, nice. Patrick, how you Great. feeling? Tired? Oh, I'm very, a little bit miserable right now. Yeah, I'll push through it. Great. All right. I love the misery. Energy. Yeah, let's do it. All right. <laughs> so, real quick as well, um, I know we changed up the format last week, but we're changing the format again. We're we're tinkering until we get it just right, and this time it may be that that sweet spot. Hopefully. So, we got some feedback from a couple people on the last podcast as well. A few people, actually. Um, and we've been thinking as well that it's been a bit too long at times, considering we have a, what, three and a half hour long episode. Um, that was that first one with Marino, I believe. But- I'm like the only one that's like, fuck yeah, three hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wouldn't mind it if I was able to stay to the end every exactly. week. That's, that's, that's one of the main issues is you're not able to be here. And, like, two-plus hours is hard for some people to listen to. Like, it just depends on what your environment is when you go listen to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But that long of a podcast, it's like there's so much filler that we wind up giving it. Um, Just, like, dragging on about stuff. Just making redundant points and statements. Going around in circles. We turn five minutes into six hours. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So um, we have removed the off-topic from our lineup um, since half the time we always had to find something anyways. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, I got something off the top of my head. It's it, We had to find something. So we shouldn't have to force find something to talk about. Um, yeah. So the way it should work now, um, we're going to try this time, is we're going to have our main topics. You know, same, same as before with the on-topic. You just find whatever we find interesting to talk about. Um, if you just have something on top of your head, a, a recent game you played, news article, whatever it may be, um, you can you know just make that your main topic to talk about for the day. Um, for example, I have something completely random as my on topic today, and it was very last second that I chose. Um, Why don't you get into that then, real quick? Well, I will when we get into the topics, but I, I, I'm not done explaining what I'm explaining yet. Little shit. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you too. Damn. 
here I am trying to be smooth, and you just <laughs> shove me six feet into the ground. Oh, oh well, man. Well, not six. You're not, you're not that Teaches tall. Teaches you to four and shut half. the fuck up, Vinny. <laughs> I only showed you four and a half feet. You're not six feet tall. I'm not four and a half either. I'm five four. <laughs> oh, that's right. So other three peop- five. Other people are... <laughs> three... No, that's his sister. Uh, no, but yeah. she's two four. But yeah, we've got we've got the main topic, so we each will have our own main topic, and then we got mm-hmm. games we've been playing, and we're gonna try and keep these under an hour and a half. That would be, I would be happy with that goal, because um, that gives us enough time to where Vinny's not having to dip out, and it's not really hard to edit because it's super long and easy for people to listen to. Not in that particular order, maybe, but well, Vinny first, but the other two, whatever. You get what I'm saying. So, yeah, a little bit of changes. Um, but hopefully this one sticks and feels comfortable for us all. Now we can be smooth and jump into no, the topic. No, you ruined it. <laughs> no, you ruined it. We all ruined Please. it with our own. Y'all ruined it. So, Gearbox and Randy Pitchford have got themselves in a little bit of a legal battle. Uh, now, they they were already in this legal battle before all this news came out. Uh, what was it, two weeks ago? Something like Almost. that. Yeah, like two and a half weeks ago, I think. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so, Gearbox and Randy Pitchford uh, filed a lawsuit uh, against Wade Callender, who served as Gearbox's lawyer, uh, for eight years, uh, they filed the suit. Um, actually, it doesn't say here where they filed the suit, but they filed a suit saying that he stole a lot of money. Uh, and and he has then filed, I guess, a countersuit in a way, uh, accusing Pitchford of violating various contracts involving both Gearbox and a separate real estate company that they both owned, uh, as well as Calendar's own employment contract. Uh, he also accuses him of receiving a secret twelve million dollar bonus. Uh, from Publisher Take Two Interactive um, as an advance against Borderlands Profits. Um, Not only that, but he also slung out some very heavy accusations of, uh, you know, him losing a USB stick that not only had uh, very top-secret gearbox information um, on on stuff they were working with publishers, uh, but also accusing him of being a pedophile. And having child pornography on the USB drive, uh, along with having these like secret parties where he and other men would like expose themselves to minors, like very, very, very heavy, like fucked up shit, stuff that I don't think I would necessarily bring up, you know, in this situation. Probably something that if I knew, I would, you know, call the cops. First, instead of just adding it to slink, like, maybe bringing it up in a, a, you know, a suit that has to do with money is. I think that was, I think it was like a thing where, oh, well, I also know you're doing this. Or, hey, hey, here's another one. Hey, hey, I can get you good, kid. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've seen some people say is that that part sounded more like, oh, well, I need to add something in here to make him really look like a piece of shit. Yeah. Which, you know, for all we know, could be true, and he could actually be could, that. Yeah, could be true. Um, but, so, the further this goes on, uh, 
people found out that it was not that. Apparently, um, on December 22nd, 2018, the day after the lawsuit was filed, uh, Randy Pitchford appeared on a podcast, um, a podcast about magic, saying that he was a consumer of cam girl pornography, and that's what it was. It was an 18-year-old girl whose handle was only 18 or something like that. He goes into, like, a lot of detail, which I don't know if I'm going to go into. It may not be worth it. But he said, and I quote, This is not a sex worker. This is a fucking magician. (laughs) (laughs) And so he, he actually has the video to study magic tricks. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I am confused now. Is this like a joke now? No, it's actually <laughs> I'm so I'm so lost now. I feel like it's a joke. No. It but he he goes on to dispute saying that, you know, I I mean like I'm sure the cash stuff could be true, but he goes on to say that uh the stuff about like the pedophilia, the child pornography and stuff like that isn't true. He went through some hoops to, like, say, like, it it was literally normal porn. Right. But, who boy, those, really? like, those, those allegations at the end are some pretty fucking crazy. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a rather hefty accusation to make of someone. I mean, you don't just yeah. throw that around, like, no, that's that's heavy. There's not much to really say about that. Like everyone already fucking knows, that's not something to throw around. Yeah, you you don't just slap that onto a case to make the person seem worse. Like that will instantly ruin someone's life. Like that man, regardless instantly. of whether it's true or not, a lot that- of people now hate him, and and are convinced that he did do it. Well, people already hated him to begin with. Well, this just gives them more of a reason. Yeah, the guy didn't need more shit as it is, but he got he got more. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty hefty. Um, I would I would hope the guy is you know innocent of those charges. Yeah, like that. That's another thing that I, I read in the comments here is if you knew of these of this of all this stuff, why didn't you report it beforehand? Yeah, really. Yeah, if you've already known about it for that long, you're going to wait until money comes into it and then add it onto that? Yeah. I mean, at that point, it just seems like a campaign to make the guy like look even worse. Like, it just seems like something, did. you know, slinging shit to sling shit. Right. And if it turns out to be true, then that's really fucked up. Fuck Randy Pitchford. Yeah, of course. Like, you can go fuck off to the realms of obscurity and rot in prison at that point. <laughs> right. Still, yeah, I mean, you, you, that's, uh, you don't just randomly pull that out of nowhere and be like, hey, also, I think you've done this. When, if you did know beforehand, you shouldn't, you, you should have said something, something like that to yourself. Yeah. That's a dumb move. But yeah, it's a very, uh, very interesting lawsuit. Probably going to be paying attention to it for a while when, you know, whenever major news and stuff like that comes out about it as it progresses. Right. But, uh. And we're all so, and we're all still looking forward to Borderlands Three, except me because I've never played a Borderlands game. Vinny, we're gonna take care of that. You and I and Patrick, maybe Ben and if me. he wants to. We're all four gonna play through Borderlands Two together. 
Borderlands one you can, but Borderlands two is better. We'll we'll, we'll take care of that. We'll take right. care of that this year. We're gonna make it a resolution. We're gonna take care of that. <laughs> the game's cheap. Hell yeah. I think it's a little late to be making resolutions now. Nah, shit. It's still January. <laughs> All right. So now that we've gotten the heavy shit out of the way, Vinny, you want to talk about something a bit more lighter? So y'all know that game, Octopath Traveler, came out not too long ago? Yeah. Square Enix. I've, I haven't played the actual game yet, but I played a demo of it a while back. Everyone's played the demo and said it was good. And it is fucking great. And yeah. uh, Square trademarked the term HD2D, which is the art style of Octopath. That's cool. I so like that. So that leads a lot of people to believe that they're going to be, be making more games similar to it, which in my opinion is fucking great because I love the way that it looks. I love the way that it feels. And if it's more RPGs, I'm down for that. I love RPGs. I would definitely 100% really love to have more HD2D games. Yeah. I mean, they look cool. And I really like the fact that they trademarked that because that, that, that like opens up a whole world of like other people trying to copy that too. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's been a thing that's been going on for a while, but like the whole aesthetic of Octopath Traveler seemed really nice and I would be tempted to get it if I ever see it like on sale or something, I guess. And I'm if not even an RPG guy. If you see it on sale guy. for cheap enough, you should get all four of us a copy. Unless Patrick <laughs> already has. If Patrick it winds up being a situation. I do not own yet, so surprisingly. Yeah. If it's one That's of those things where like right before Christmas I saw that whole shelf at Walmart of Switch games on sale for dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We all got good games out of that deal. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that that definitely I would think opens the door for them potentially making more, maybe even a sequel or something like that. Or just more games, you know, similar to that like you already said. I just like the way it looks. It makes me feel nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean the image in that link as well. Just you open that up, it just makes you feel cozy. Yeah. Makes I think it might be the lighting cool. engine that they used probably for it. But, but either way, it just looks and feels really nice. So I've got a stupid topic today. Of course you do. And it's it's nothing long. It's it's kind of like Vinny's here. Quick, short one. And that's because it was just a last second, you know, hey, I want to talk about this. Have any of y'all tried those new most stuff Oreos yet? Nope. No, that's too much stuffing. I mean, here's I don't the even thing. know what it is, really. It's, everyone's saying it's like an ice cream sandwich minus the cold. And I'm, I'm willing to believe that. And I ordered some with my groceries today that I have to go and pick up later. And I'm looking forward to trying them. So we've all we're all aware of the memes of people, you know, scraping a layer of the of the filling off and like stacking it like a mile high on one Oreo. Uh-huh. Oreo themselves have Absolutely actually, disgusting. Oreo themselves have actually done that now. Interesting. And I, I love it. Because I mean, th- who doesn't like the filling? The cookies are Good. The filling's fine, but the cookie's better. The, I and I I do agree with you because the cookie tastes amazing. But also, has you've never had that urge to want to just bite into an a two inch thick stack of that filling? No, not really. No. <laughs> Is it? My just... dad gave me some of the thin ones the other day, and now that's the only kind of Oreo I ever want to buy. Those are good. 
Those are real good. Exactly. See, I'm like, when I eat Oreos, my favorite way to do it is get a glass of milk, get a spoon, drop that whole thing in there and let it get soft. And just... My favorite way to, way to eat Oreos is uh, cookies and cream ice cream. Okay, does that count? Because I would no, like to change... No, it doesn't. I'm just being an asshole. I would, I would like to change one to that if that counts. <laughs> Cause that it's a good is... way, though. It's a good way. Yeah. That is... No, that is especially Bluebell. Like, we don't have all the different brands that you have there, but we have Bluebell. That's, like, the best mm-hmm. one. You know, of course, you got Ben & Jerry's and the more commercial ones, too. But Bluebell is the shit. Bluebell cookies and cream. Oh my god. That's the good shit. We should get you someone to come down here next time. Um yeah, they have like a whole bunch of do. different flavors and it's really good and it sometimes it's expensive, but it's the cheapest here in Texas because I believe that's where it's made. It's like five something a half gallon. It that's that's like when it's on kind of on sale. It's usually like six or seven. It's pretty pricey. But it depends on your area as well. Like, I think they have it in Indiana. Um, my brother used to live there, and he said it was like $10 a half gallon there or something. Because it costs more to... I mean, they, they do have it here, but when we have local brands that are better, we just opt for those right. in Cincinnati. And see, Bluebell's local for me, I guess. Because, yeah. I guess I believe they I prefer great they... value. Do what? I prefer great value. Great value isn't bad. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, they're from Brenham, feet. Texas. Okay, I thought so. Cool. I like how Oreos turned into ice cream. That's uh, yeah, that's when you know the Oreos are good. Because essentially Oreos, you can just... There's plenty of Oreos like ice cream stuff out there. Oh, yeah, lots and lots of It's very lots. popular. I mean, there's Oreo-flavored ice cream sandwiches. You know, of course, you got cookies and cream ice cream. You got those Oreo ice cream bars. Um, there's, like... All these different types. I think Dryers, um, Dryers slash Eddies has uh, Oreos, cookies and cream ice cream specifically. Um, a few others like that. And then you got those actual, I think they have deep fried Oreos that they sell in the frozen section that you can take home and bake in the oven. Um, weird stuff like that. Never had anything weirdly deep fried, surprisingly. Me neither. I'm going to be honest, I've never had a deep fried, like, you know, deep fried banana or deep fried Oreo or, or deep fried Snickers. I, God, I hear the, I say the word deep fried Snickers and I can feel the diabetes entering my body. Like, I can just feel it. But yeah, these most stuff Oreos I'm looking forward to trying out tonight. Um, I'll try them out right before I go and see the new Dragon Ball Super Broly movie, which Patrick... You want to give us a little rundown on that? Now, this is spoilers-free. We can go into full spoilers next week after most of us have watched it with him. Oh, he's already watched it, but... Yeah, um, we're recording this on the 22nd of January. Yes, sir. And the Dragon Ball Super movie released on the 16th, I believe. So it was like last week. Two... Yeah, last week, Wednesday. Yeah. I remember I opened and I had to get my ass off work just to make it, and I wanted to go in detail about that fiasco about waiting and whatnot but uh it was it opened uh, number one in the united states so uh, with uh making an uh, an astonishing seven million dollars on opening day just breaking shattering records in the process 
because now uh, it's the first anime movie since I think was it the original Pokemon movie or 2000? Pretty sure it's the original Pokemon movie to debut number one at the box office for an animation film. Yeah, I mean this is crazy. And it's weird too. because usually for the Dragon Ball Z movies they only have like limited theaters because like this one is the biggest one that out of like the two for like screening wise and they only showed 1400 1440 select screens throughout the United States uh, meaning that this thing said it averaged at about $5,695 per average screening of course it was more and less uh, bigger and lesser smaller theaters and stuff. Uh, movie theaters yeah it was it was uh looking real good broke a bunch of records Held, broke uh, its own previous record with Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. And now it's the fifth high, highest earning anime opening movie of all time. So that's looking pretty, that's pretty good. That's crazy because this is Dragon Ball Z that we're talking about. Or just Dragon Ball in general, rather. Like, we're talking about Dragon Ball getting a new movie. And it blew everyone away. like Or just, just blew like the numbers away. Like... Most people, well, not most people. I guess, I guess, a random casual person just like, oh yeah, that's the guy that goes kamehameha. Oh, you're a nerd. But how many? I think you're very wrong on that one. <laughs> casual person doesn't do that. But no the person doesn't think that. No. Okay. When I was in seventh grade, yeah, sure. But then once like tenth grade came around, they all fucking love Dragon Ball Z again. Well, maybe they just do in general like it's just it's super fucking popular and everybody that grew up with it now seeing this resurgence in the way that you know nerd culture is viewed nowadays it's i would say it's definitely not like that anymore Maybe i mean you'll not. probably get some people that are like that yeah i mean you're bound but... to you have to what the nature of people but still like that is that is amazing because that is dragon Ball. oh I, I yeah for sure it is amazing I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to take that away. Will you take my children away? Yeah. I don't want them, no. How do you have children? <laughs> I'll explain it to you after the podcast, Vinny. But, no, yeah, I'm just going to echo what you guys are saying. It's like, it, you know, it's amazing. And I think to me it kind of shows, like, the grip that Dragon Ball Z still kind of has um, as far as popularity in America. In fact, I'd, I'd, I'd venture to say it's more popular now than it was back, you know, in the early 2000s in its heyday. Because you had Fusion Probably. Reborn. Well, I guess those were only in Texas theaters where Fusion Reborn and uh, whatever the other movie was. Which I wish back I was able to go 2006. and see that. That would have been nice. No, I'm talking 2006, not the recent one. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh... Yeah, you know, I I don't know. I just think it's I think it's fucking cool just to see, you know, how important it still kind of is. Yeah, they've done a good job bringing it back to life after you know it sat stagnant for a while. And you know, I think the thing that helps is like it sat stagnant for a while because it's like okay, there's a new special. Oh, that didn't come over here. Okay, so nobody cares about it. Right. And what really helped is like. Hey, we're bringing Kai out, and it's going to be close to the manga. And that got people that are like, okay, I want to watch Dragon Ball Z again, but without a lot of that filler. 
it got them to you know get interested and reinterested it got the dragon ball fans that are really hardcore and just want something dragon ball interested um that was and it got and and because it was on nicktoons it got kids that were like i don't know what this is but it looks cool my first introduction to sit down and watch it yeah yeah i mean if you think about the fact that after kai ended on nicktoons they aired gt that was weird but i loved it that was very weird because they skipped an entire saga Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i guess it wasn't i guess it wasn't necessarily completely done yet no, um, they just felt like, hey, well, let's get more and make more money. It's Air GT, and it was, I was really happy there at GT at the time because I, you know, I was really excited when Kai first came out. I was oh, a little yeah, kid, for sure. and I remember Wait. I was in this bedroom, and we had little bitty yellow CRT TV for this bedroom, <laughs> right? And we had the same type of mount that I have for my TV, right? But it was mounted way up there in that top corner for some reason. I don't know why, but I remember looking up and seeing the commercial and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then after you know went and watched that whole thing, you know, sat there and watched that for however long that it aired until the end. Mm-hmm. Then they started airing GT and G. I I'm one of those people that love GT. I know everyone hates it. I love GT, and the fact that they aired it was awesome. I loved that. Cause I oh got yeah, to live for sure. Again. I think another cool thing about it though was like, that's more anime on TV. Which like, I mean, you're not gonna see that now anymore, unless right. you're gonna see is like Toonami. But that's a very special case, I think. Right. Um, but in that scenario, it's like, cool. That gives kids more cool shit to watch, you know? And it's like, as somebody that loves Dragon Ball, that makes me happy because it's back on TV. You know? Yeah, exactly. And and to see that, you know, some of those kids that probably grew up with it and, you know, our generation that obviously fucking grew up with, you know, all the original stuff. Um, I, it's all just fucking cool. It's all really cool. And I guess speaking of Dragon Ball real quick, while we're on the topic, we may as well mention the new RPG that just got announced. Weren't you going to uh, pick that up, Patrick? Well, oh, yeah, what I'm are, talking about is different. Oh, wait, what, what Patrick said he was going to get was Dragon Ball Super Heroes, or Super Dragon Ball Heroes, which I'm getting too, because I've been interested in those games for the past six years. Yeah. And, uh... What they announced was a brand new action RPG, which is probably going to be Xenoverse 3. But, still. Xenoverse really, really good. They yeah. said it's going to have, like, an original story, it seems. So, oh, that would be I'm nice. very interested in uh, seeing what they do there. Xenoverse is a really good game. This 2 is like, ooh, it's, it's great. Oh, and one more I'm thing uh, that I was saying with uh, the Dragon Ball, like, stuff being more popular now. I think another thing that really helps is Toriyama being more involved. Yeah, I would say definitely. Because he went a while just, like, he wasn't that involved with GT. Like, he did a couple designs, that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, very glad Evolution pissed him off. Yeah. Because we wouldn't be getting what we're getting now. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm done rambling. I'm really Sorry. glad that he looked back at the original Broly and was like, hey, what the hell is this? I didn't even know this existed. All right, I'm going to make this better. Here you go. He didn't know about Broly, didn't he? Design Broly? Well, I'm sure he. I'm sure he knew about Broly. I'm just saying, you know, that's an exaggeration. But he just went and looked at it and said, "Wow, I didn't realize how bad this was." <laughs> and uh, I think Kira it's Toriyama forgets about everything. Do what? Yeah. Kira Toriyama forgets everything. Yeah, no, 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 the color no. of Bulma's that's hair. That's Araki, the author of JoJo. He forgets everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so does Toriyama. So does Toriyama. Like the because Ben told us, like the sun changed Bulma's hair is because Kira Toriyama forgot what color her hair was originally. He's like. I think it was this color. No, it was this. 
Oh. Wait, whose hair? Bulma's. Bulma's was her trunks. trunks. No, it was Trunks' hair. Um, Never mind. So Bulma's hair was purple in the manga, and then when they did the anime, for some reason, Toei changed it to blue. And then, like, Trunks' hair was always purple in the manga. And when it came to Super... So they kept his purple hair, but not Bulma's. They only did purple hair for one movie, and that was it for Bulma. Um, they kept they kept Trunks' purple hair, and for some reason in Dragon Ball Super, when he was redesigning him, he just gave him blue hair. Which was weird. But... No, nobody really knows why he just gave him blue Probably hair. Probably because more people n- knew through the anime, so he wanted Trunks to match Bulma's hair. Maybe, but they always but thought Trunks had purple Kid hair. Trunks had purple hair. Yeah. So that made no sense oh. either way. No, no. Trunks Trunks had yeah. purple hair as a kid. Adult Trunks, you know, and then and Adult Trunks had, had purple hair. Maybe yeah, it's he different... always had purple hair, Maybe so it's it just different confused future everybody. Trunks than No. The Android Trunks. That's the same Even if trunks. it was different, it wouldn't make any sense cuz it's still Trunks. Right. Same genetics. Okay, but it could be from a timeline where he got the blue hair instead of purple hair. I mean, okay, they, let, we don't they, need to get into timeline <laughs> theories with Dragon Ball right now. Yeah, multiverse like, theories. At that bitch. point, there's four future Trunkses, and we don't need that. Multiverse yeah. theories, a bitch. Because cause there's Xeno Trunks. Oh, God. There's future Trunks. If this version of Trunks is a different Trunks, then that, and then there's super future Trunks. Because I don't think Xeno Trunks ever had that. And then there's also the Shin Budokai timeline where Future Trunks fought Boo and never did the Black Goku stuff. Again. And I'm sure we could keep going. There's movie Future Trunks oh that God. fought Pojack. Again. <laughs> oh Multiverse theories a bitch. And now there's two Broly's. Oh, God, oh, there is. No. There's yeah, but, the original yeah, but one Broly, has, but one and has Super a... Broly is now considered a different Broly. But here's the thing. One has a cannon, and one doesn't. Wait. Shit, that's not how that's said. And now there's two Bardocks. Or actually, three Bardocks. Or is it four? I thought it was three. It's like Time Break. There's Time Breaker. There's Dragon Ball. There's Toriyama's Bardock. And then there's the original anime Bardock. So there's three. Okay, so yeah, so there's three. There's like 25 Gokus. Something like that. <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighters already confirmed that. Dragon Ball Dra- has become Marvel Comics. Yes. Oh, God. There's yes, too has. fucking many characters. <laughs> no, it's become Transformers. <laughs> just like there's 30 optimus primes we'll have 30 gokus we're we're getting there and dragon ball evolution goku counts please no ben please why would you speak such such blasphemy also the chinese goku counts and so does the south korean goku you know what also counts don't forget south korean napa you know what also counts what my fist in your left nostril Know what else counts? Now, do you include TFS in that? Oh, no, because it's not official. That's not official. Yeah, but it's almost a better dub. But it's not official. It doesn't matter. I agree. It's a better dub because it's people that love Dragon Ball more than Funimation. But it's not official. But what if it was? What if it became official? What if in a different universe it was official? Then it would count. Then it would count. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right. Yeah. Well, also, technically, you can consider Dub Goku different from the original Goku. Oh, Because it's a different characterization. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. We... And then we got the Ocean Dub Goku's a different character as well. No, it's the same characterization as Dub Goku. But, but Ocean Dub used the same scripts. Okay. As Funimation. Okay, fair enough then. I don't know how they got them, but 
but it sounds fucking illegal. <laughs> they even used the same footage. The title cards were the Funimation title cards. Nice. Does that mean Portuguese Goku is a different Goku too? I know Spanish dub Goku is a different Goku. I guess we could keep going on how every Goku is a different Goku, huh? <laughs> yeah, we could. Can we please? Let's can not. We please, but we can could. We please not. Can, can Bardock's I... a different Goku. Oh God. Turles is a different Goku. Patrick, help. Goku's a different Goku. Goku is the new black. You brought Spire Zeno Goku. Goku, is Goku Black is a different Goku. <laughs> I don't think Jordan yeah, was ready for Zamasu that. Zamasu is a different Goku. Piccolo is a different Goku. <laughs> I still blame Jordan and Vinny for Goten is a different Goku. even mentioning the word timeline. In ultimate universe. Yeah, that, that turns, a different Goku. We, mentioned, we mentioned timeline, and now and now Ben's uh, just exploded. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that because Ben and I played Xenoverse one and two, and there's stupid ass timelines because there's like literally breaking timelines there because there's a timeline where Piccolo accidentally killed Goku, but not Raz with the special beam cannon. So that's another Goku there. Um, let's see, there's one. There are where infinite the Goku wins. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, there's Xeno Goku. No, no. There's Gokan. No, 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 Patrick. There's all these Patrick, other ones from like the different timelines. If you screw up, like all the Ginyu Force beating all the allies, so they just gang up on Goku. That's another Goku. Gokan is Goku and or Gohan and Trunks. What is Trunks and Goku? I'm just gonna give the final analysis of like the actual since technically it's officially over since it's been a week and how much money it's made so far. I was gonna do that and then you fuckers decide to bring up timeline and look what you made exactly. Ben do. Don't ever bring up timelines with Dragon Ball Z around Ben ever again. <laughs> Don't bring up timelines around me. Exactly. So, yeah, after the box, after everything, after Martin Luther King Day, it's pretty much been a week now. And it was at number one when it was opening day, but it dropped down to number three, but it still broke a lot of records. Um, let me see here. Because it grossed, uh, the five-day span, it grossed, up to $21 million in America alone. But for worldwide, it grossed about $86.9 million. It's pretty gross. And remember, <laughs> yeah, I am gross. I don't know why that got me. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it. Well, this is interesting because remember, all the Dragon Ball movies are in select theaters, not in every yeah, single theater. Yeah, that's the thing that's weird about this. All these other stuff. Are in theaters like that shitty glass movie that fucking Michael Cole wouldn't shut his mouth about, and a entire episode of Raw. <laughs> Ugh, that was fucking annoying. Like that was at forty five million, forty point five million dollars, but that was in every single theater. Dragon Ball wasn't, so mm -hmm. it still managed to be number three in the select theaters. Imagine if it was like in all theaters, how much money it could have made. It probably would have been number probably. one. Probably much. It's a much better movie than Glass. So I'll say that right now. Yeah, of course, it's Dragon Ball. It's Ugh. gonna be better. I have like four theaters near me, like all within a 15 minute drive or so. Uh, none of them have this movie. There is one that usually does. It's a Cinemark movie, but even that one, it had Resurrection F and Battle of Gods. But even that one doesn't have this one this time. I have to drive 30 minutes out to go and see the movie tonight, uh, which I'm you know looking forward to seeing. But I have to drive 30 minutes out just to go see it compared to all the other theaters I have around me that are much nicer, probably. What are we going to say, Vinny? I have the opposite problem. The the theater I usually go to to see movies 
uh, did not have Battle of Gods or Resurrection F, but it does have this. I mean, that's good, though. Yes. Well, that's enough Dragon Ball for now. Uh, yeah, let's quickly r- move on before we get stuck about having another 30-minute rant about yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah, let's wrap up our topics then. Dragon Ball, we haven't spent a lot of time. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball. Uh, we're going to take a break, Dragon Ball, and then we'll hop into the Dragon Ball games we've been Dragon Ball playing. All right, welcome back, guys. Gonna what are you doing? I didn't say playing. I was ready. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I don't care if you're ready anymore, okay? Ready, ready or sure? not, here Jordan comes. Anyways, we're going to talk about the games we've been playing. I'll go ahead and start us off here. So, I finished Rise of the Tomb Raider, finally. No, you didn't. Not to be confused with the new Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, it is the second game in the reboot series. I guess trilogy at this point? Yeah, I finally finished that right before my Xbox Game Pass expired. So that was pretty good. Um, very good game. Very good game. I enjoyed it. It was... It, it Honestly, it shocked me how like good it looked. Like The graphics were amazing. Um, the animations for you know everyone talking and everything... It just everything just looked really good and it played really well. You know, it was more Tomb Raider. Um, there was a couple of things that weren't as smooth, and the whole time I'm playing that game, I'm thinking I'm comparing it in my head to Uncharted because there's a lot of similarities in those two, like with climbing on walls and and jumping around, like all that type of stuff. And Uncharted definitely does it better, but in my opinion, at least. But I, they still did a good job. You know, it's still plenty fine um i if anything i like tomb raider a little bit more uh for the i guess glitchiness for lack of a better term with how you can climb around and do stuff um like like climbing rock walls or ice walls with your picks you can just jump and grab the thing and then jump and grab the thing instead of having to slowly climb you know stuff like that you can't do that like god of war wall climbing like old god of war i mean yes exactly um, exactly like that. Um, a little bit more dangerous in this game than it was the first game, because you they made the areas that you climb a bit more narrow, so where you can't do that as easily, but you still can do it. Um, but yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider is a good game. I'm very glad I beat it, and I'm looking forward to playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, right after that, I decided to install a couple games on my PS4. I installed uh, the Resident Evil that Patrick had picked up for me recently. Was it Resident Evil 7, I believe? Um, I installed that. I haven't played it yet, but it's ready to play. And I also installed God of War, the new game of the year from 2018. Um, and I played through that a little bit so far. I'm probably like five hours in, I want to say. Some five or six hours in at this point. Um, yeah, somewhere around there. And I'm definitely enjoying it so far. It is a fantastic game. And I, I went in, I didn't know what I went in expectations wise, like, I had in my head that it's the game of the year, but I'm just thinking, hey, I just want to play some really good God of War. I don't know what I'm getting into. I'm honestly impressed so far. Not just with the graphics or with the storytelling or with the combat. Like all I mean, I am impressed with all of that, but like I'm You don't know what you think is game. best for it of it yet. I th- I think I think I know what's best. Oh. And that's the fact that you can summon your axe from anywhere. <laughs> Alright, that's that's one of my favorite mechanics right now, but the combat, like, it's getting harder now because I'm coming across harder enemies, so I have to be smarter and manage a lot more enemies at once. Because it's not like you have, you know, your chains and everything where you're spinning around in circles with chains everywhere going crazy. 
you have an axe right now and you're just one hit 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 like per enemy you can't keep everyone stunned and not you know hitting you You have to switch back and forth between the enemies kick this one away so you can hit this one throw your axe at that one in the head turn around elbow this one whatever it may be like the combat is super super tight super super gratifying i really am enjoying it and of course i'll give an update on that once i get to the halfway point in the game or so when i get more progress done uh another game that i started uh well picked back up rather was recording shadow of the colossus um the ps4 version ben picked that up for me or bought that for me um in february of 2018 and my intention was okay i'm gonna stream it that didn't work out so i decided to redo my old let's play of the game uh but you know like an hd remake and i had uh, guests with me for the half latter half of the game and i've been going and getting those guests to re-record with me so ben and i just recorded our episode finally the other day we uh, had a long period of time where we didn't have the chance to but we finally got to do that so i picked that up again and hopefully it's not we'll... so much that we didn't get the chance to it's more so i just didn't feel like it i mean yeah and i don't want to put the blame on you but you're right <laughs> no I, I put the blame on myself in the video it's, it's yeah. ultimately my fault yeah he wasn't in the recording mindset for a while but now that he's been recording stuff, it was a good time to jump back into it. And that game is still just as beautiful as I remember. I mean, hot damn. It looks fantastic. I can't wait to finish the rest of it. Um, and then one more thing I could probably mention is we've been playing a bit more Ocarina of Time randomizer co-op stuff. Um, Vinny, myself, and our friend Chris, um, we recently played a little bit of that. And he had a fun time trying... <laughs> to acclimate to that because he wasn't you know he's never played a randomizer before i don't think and just like the randomness to it was like he, he got stuck basically and that kind of just happens it's the nature of these things you can get stuck yeah thankfully there are settings but, that you can do to try to mitigate that right it definitely helps because instead of getting stuck like you know a minute into the game it may take a little while and you can work around it it gives you more of an opportunity to find a way around it so, yeah. Um, I guess that's really about it. You know, beat Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, started God of War. I'll probably be starting Resident Evil 7 here soon. Um, and hopefully I'm going to finish Shadow of the Colossus. Get that recorded. I need to make an update for my channel. Because I have all these projects underway again. And, uh, yeah. That's pretty much about it. Ben, you want to take it away? Yeah, so uh, I've really only played two things. First thing, Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. Uh, I know people are kind of iffy on those Lego games, on whether they think they're great or boring because they're too simple. Uh, but I personally love them. They're just a whole ton of fun for me. And uh, I, I played through uh, the entire Complete Saga with my significant other. And uh, it was a fun time, you know. I had always played them solo. I had never really played them co-op before, but finally playing them co-op... Much uh, I feel like that's the real magic of those games is uh, is playing them uh, with with, with uh, another person, whether it be a friend or a loved one or something like that. Uh, you know, it, it, it really shows a whole side uh, of those games that you're really not going to get just playing it by yourself. Right. Um, you, know, you know, you can both like take your own role on in that level 
And then when you go back through it, when you have all the characters unlocked and are trying to 100% it, um, that, that's just even more fun, really. It's, I have it's a quick just question. such a satisfying game to play and go through in 100% those levels. So, are those, like, up to four people, or is it just two? Um, I think it's just two, but I could be wrong. I think it's so, just two-player co-op. A lot of those LEGO games, you know, LEGO Star Wars, LEGO Indiana Jones, which Indiana Jones is a lot of fun. I played that a lot as a kid. That is something we need to play over Parsec. That would be so much fun. I just thought of that. I would absolutely be down with that. Like, because those games are genuinely fun. I've only played the Indiana Jones one, but that one's a lot of fun. And I wasn't even familiar with that as a kid. But, like, that would be something we could play on Parsec sometimes. Sorry, I just, you know, that, I had to ask that question. Because if it was four people, that'd be even better. But even if it's just two, you know. Yeah, I think it's two people. I got most of them on PC. Mm-hmm. So whenever you're down to play through one of them, tell me. Yeah. Yeah, because you can do I... just host in local Parsec. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. But also we could do, Well, you know... nah, just do Parsec. But... Yeah. Because appara- also... appara- apparently the Star Wars Complete Saga does have two-player co-op online. Yeah, but I would have to go and get the game as well. But you'd have to go and get the game. Right. And uh, I already own it, so. Yeah. Install one day. Play through it. That would work. That would work. What else you got? Uh, Also played a little bit of Persona 5 yesterday. Uh, I've still never beat that game. I just always like to kind of come back to it every now and then. And, uh, you know, just still a whole lot of fun. That game is just very good. Um, It's... Uh, very, very much a mix between, uh, you know, typical JRPG and uh, visual novel and, uh, you know, almost in a way life simulator because, uh, you know, with the visual novel aspect, there's just a lot of story, uh, a lot of story there to sit there and take in. Uh, with the gameplay, that's where you get your typical ter- uh, standard turn-based JRPG uh, style of gameplay, you know, between battles and using items and stuff like that. And, and then on top of that, with the life simulator aspect, you, you, you know, you have school, you have, uh, w- with the life simulator aspect, you know, you have school, you have a job, uh, I, I think that part's optional, but you do have a job, um, in, in for, for most people to play through the game, uh, you have your social links that you have to establish, you have to actually go hang out with people, um, on days that you're not working on going in, you know, through the palace, or if you're not, as long as you're not busy with, uh, with other stuff. Um, it, yeah, it, it's a really good game. A lot of, you know, varied stuff, uh, to do in there. And on top of that, it's insanely stylish. Uh, not just the graphics, but, you know, obviously the graphics are a big part of it and the way the menus are displayed and everything like that. But even down, uh, to, you know, the, 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 the music and how that all just kind of plays with each other, uh, you know. Just really, really amazing stuff. Probably one of the best uh, JRPGs I've played. Considering you keep going back to it, going back to it over and over, you yeah, have to enjoy it. It has to be that good. Just beat it for once. <laughs> you know I don't do that with games. Not too often, but when you do, I'm proud of you. Vinny, do you want to go ahead since you have less than Patrick? Sure. Um. Well, like you mentioned earlier, we've been playing a bunch of Ocarina of Time uh, randomizer with the multi-world shit, which we actually, I don't know if it was ever mentioned, but it was found by accident because I 
went to go make myself a ROM and found that the new update had the ability to do that because it had been a while since I updated it. Yeah. Um, well, wait, what do you mean the multi-world then? The like, like the randomizer like, in general has been around for mm-hmm. a bit, and I right. had an old version of it. I went and updated to a new version, and that's how I discovered that we could do the multi-world. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Make sure I didn't un- misunderstand that. Okay, yeah. But um, yeah, I actually, I actually found that by accident. <laughs> that we could play it. Yeah. Uh, so I decided to go look into it, and then we started playing. But uh, that's old news by now. Um, yeah. But yeah, most recently we'll be doing a last play of it soon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we ended up getting stuck beyond what either of us could figure out. So we decided, <laughs> let's come back to this with better settings in a recording scenario. Yeah, exactly. Because this feels like it would be something fun to do. Mm-hmm. And going back and playing with Chris for a bit just doubly confirmed that for us. Right. Um. So look forward to that sometime soon. I'm not going to give any dates because of Jordan's track record of giving dates and then not sticking to it. Yep. Yep. <sighs> yep. 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 But uh, that is something that's coming somewhat soon, which I'm very excited for because I'm really enjoying it. Uh, the other thing that I've been doing, uh, I recently picked back up Rampa over on Twitch. Uh, we... Last time I streamed, we cleared chapter two, which I heard there are six chapters, so I'm about a third the way through the game, uh, which is a little surprising. But um, I'm still really enjoying it. The m- most recent thing that happened was... Oh, shit, what happened last... Oh, right. Um, Somebody got killed in a locker room and that was just a lot of shit going on to try to figure out that but uh still fun and the rhythm part of the trials I'm still terrible at so if you want to come make fun of how bad I am come check me out on twitch.tv slash g please Dangarampa is... Oh, it's twitch.tv slash G, please? I thought it was twitch.tv slash Vinny's G spot. <laughs> that I would be a much better one. I hate you so much. <laughs> Vinny's face. Vinny's face when I said that went from instant... Uh... <laughs> but but see, here's the thing. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be weird like you're making it. Vinny's G spot, alright? It's the spot where he plays... Games with the G. I hate you. It's, it's just his I hate spot. You so much. Oh, his face is so, so red with anger. G G G G G G G G G G G G G Spot, 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 spot. I'm sorry. That was G spot. That's what I'm calling you on fucking Discord now. I mean, it's a lot worse than G string. Do what, Patrick? I said it's a lot. It's a lot better than probably Vinny's G string. <laughs> I'd like to see that. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> While I wasn't being serious. <laughs> That's what he wears to fucking work. <laughs> what job does he have? That's that's the point. He just wears it at home. I don't know. <laughs> His face. <laughs> His face isn't even on camera anymore. 
I hate you so much, Jordan. Look what you started. <laughs> Shut up, so. Oh my god. <laughs> that was fucking great. I'm happy. <laughs> oh, alright. Alright, alright, alright. Anyway, find me over Vinny on Twitch. Geez, I'm having doing a that on good Fridays. time. Do what, Vinny? Find me over on Twitch. I'm playing that on Fridays. Friday night, Eastern. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man. All right. So, so Ben had to go for a minute here. Patrick's got some games to talk about. And I know I said there's a lot, um, but it's been like two weeks or so since we last recorded because I forgot to mention we missed last week's episode. I'm sorry about that. Um, scheduling errors. We blame Jake. Issues. Um, caused us to have to miss last week. So, yeah, Patrick has two weeks of games, basically. We blame us. We blame a little fuck over there at Vinny's house that he knows. Yeah, his fault. a little shit. Well, shit. So I finally beat Yakuza Kiwami. Thing I remember. Pretty sure last time I said I left off was a snake, snake triad, where I had to fight that Chinese guy who was apparently it was torturing Kiryu like ten or so years ago. Then you get arrested and blah blah. blah. Then you escape prison and people trace you down. And then you go back to. Uh, your main city, and that's where I stopped at, and then I just did whatever little bit was left. Found out the truth about Mizuki and Yumi and all this other stuff that I don't really want to go into because you should play the game. Then fuck it. Then, uh, so I did that. I beat the story mode for that, so I was, it was good. I could do, I got like, I think I, how completion-wise, got like 55 or so percent done, so I was like, eh, better than what I thought I was going to get. Then on the same night, I stayed up to like 5 in the morning, finishing out Super Mario 3D Land, because I had like the last world, and then like a few lows for that. So I did, so I needed to do a bunch, not too terribly much, like about like maybe at most two hours worth of levels just to get through, which I eventually did. And that was just the main world stuff, because I, I know there's those technically bonus stages that you need to have a certain amount of star coins to get into, because each level has three. And that's how you unlock. And that's how you were supposed to get to the last level. Is you're supposed to collect as much star coins because I think you're supposed to have like a hundred and some by the end of the final Bowser level. Bowser. Bowser. Did that? Those levels. That one. I for some reason I have trouble on because I guess it was up too late and was being stupid. But no, I did not touch any of the bonus levels yet, and I probably won't for a while because I just wanted to beat the main story because you know it's a short game. It's just at least worth picking up. It's like fifty, like ten dollars. Just a little short Mario game, just playing quick spurts here and there. Not too extraordinarily, like, groundbreaking, just traditional Mario. And then after that, I did, like, a few, like, I did, like, a course or two of Mario Golf World Tour just to try it out. And it's slightly different, like, the way you do your backspin, top spins, and power, and see your, how far your shot's going to go. It's a little bit different than the Toadstool Tour. Which I'm not really sure which one I would prefer. I mean, I'd obviously say Toadstool Narrow that I prefer. But that's not really being fair because I didn't really play too much of uh, the 3DS version of the World Tour. So that's just me being a little biased. I'd have to play more of World Tour to get a definitive answer on that one or not. But it's a good game. It has little challenges you can do and little shops you can explore. Tournaments. Which game stuff. is it? 
Oh, Mario Golf. Oh, Tour. yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry, I had an interruption. I was just basically there. going over. I don't know which one. I, I don't know which one I prefer. I would say obviously Toadstool Tour, but that's not being fair to 3DS games. I didn't play much See, of it yet. Real quick, if you don't mind, I've I've played a lot of Mario, or not a lot, but I've played um, probably like four courses in uh, Mario Golf World Tour, like the campaign mode courses or whatever they call them. I I love it. Like it plays fantastically for me. Like I have no issues with it. Um, it looks great, feels great. Um, I just, I really like it a lot. Um, it's not as good as you know GameCube version because it, nothing can beat that really. But it is definitely on par with it. No pun intended. Um, like it is, it is genuinely good. Like, <laughs> I, I really did not mean to f- not for that pun. I don't believe you. It, it's good. It's, it's good. It, it really, really is. I like it a lot. Um, and I wish it had online multiplayer. I. I don't even know if it does or doesn't, but I wish it did if it doesn't. Because we should be able to play together. That would be awesome. But, yeah. Because I know it has, cause I know it has like, all this extra check challenges stuff, like ring attack, character things, same things that uh, GameCube One Told Soul Tour. It also has, like, that, like I said, the little shop thing where you can buy your own stuff. You can actually customize your character, like, in the, not only in the clothing, but in, like, whatever balls you want, like whatever clubs you get, and they have different stats. Like one has more power, one has more better control, one has better backspin, whatever. So you can just pretty much customize it to your heart's content and make the ultimate golfer if you really wanted to, which I think all games really need. Yeah. You need a strong character customization Definitely. option like that. I mean, in uh, Tiger Woods, uh, what was it? PGA Tour 2006. Oh, stop. I, I, I spent stop. way too long... Uh, one hundred percent maxing out my character and customizing it. And the thing with like the clubs, before I move on, like those clubs and everything, all you have to do is like special challenges apparently to unlock them. So you just gotta play through the game multiple times, and, like do every little thing to get every th- single thing. But I think it's good that you reward you for exploring and doing extra stuff. So it was good. And then I played through the story mode of Mario Party DS because I was like. Well, since I have my 3DS on, I might as well play through this. And it's still a good game. Like, it's basic, it's basic just handheld Mario Party, but it's just as decent. It's pretty good. Story mode is, you know, go through the boards, win. For some reason, they don't have they don't have bonus stars in the story mode. Instead, they just, whoever, you have, whoever has the most at the end wins. I guess they had to keep it simple for mobile reasons. Yeah, it's simple. And it has the original, like, all the original eight characters except for Donkey Kong, who's replaced by Toad. Hmm. And they and it's weird. They have like the like some of their portraits, like for character selection. It's they're straight ripped from uh, Mario Party Eight. Oh, that's weird. Reuse assets weird, for the like, bit, I guess. Yeah, but all the other like like customized sprites, or it says like it's their turn to go, and like their little icon for their. Characters, it's all original. It's just like the character selection screen is like from ripped up from Mario Party 8. Yeah. So, yeah, I just pretty much did all that in the night where you just story mode, basically just go to the dual board, fight the boss, go to the next board, fight the boss. Real quick and easy. It's pretty nice. It's also weird that you can buy as many items as you want. Like, you're not just limited to buying one item per stop shop. You can just buy as much as you want. That is nice. So, it's a little bit interesting like that so it was it's definitely solid yeah and then we're gonna go a little bit more old school on parsec with mario party 2 now that we've been having a lot of fun with that with with the, 
Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Well, we were having fun. You were again. There was, there was some. I always get my kicked. I never win Mario Party, but it's still fun because I still enjoy the mini games and and the excitement of going around the board and hoping to get good. He reminisces about it now, viewers. Uh, but I will or listeners, I should say, he was uh, not very happy with the, our Spaceland one. He was, I wasn't he was there like, for that one. What happened was, there? Whew. Um, let's just say you've played Spaceland, right? Yeah, you know, giant laser. I had the coin star. Basically, I was getting screwed the entire time. Like seven turns in, I have like no coins, no stars. I was like, "Well, this is gonna be looking good. I don't think I'm gonna have a strong <laughs> chance of winning this." And then, like turn twelve, Jordan has like eighty some coins. Like I thought I it was over two. I could be wrong. Was it over hundred? I could at that be yourself exaggerating. Uh, it was. I don't remember. Could be. It was a really. It was a ridiculously high number. Like he had the coin star. He was like far none. Him and Chris were in the middle. And then the laser shot, and then you just see Jordan's like waning proposal just completely crash down worse than uh, the stock market crash of nineteen twenty nine. Yeah, Ouch. like there was no coming back for him after that. Yeah, and then you just see me like the stock market after World War Two just, <laughs> just skyrocket. <laughs> That's, a... That's great. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I won again. Because, like, I, Yoshi kept dueling me, and I kept taking all his coins, and I had, like, over 100 coins able to get the star. Because I, cause Yoshi, for some stupid reason, got a magic lamp during an item minigame, when I already had a plunger test from the from the minigame before that. So I just stole that and just kept it at the, at the end of the game, and just got the last star. You know what star, this means, right, Push myself over. <laughs> what? What does it mean? It means that the game favors you, no matter fucking what. It's look. Here's the thing, Chris. Chris said, "Nah, mate. You just gotta. You just gotta understand. He's a good player. He's good at the game. That's that's what it really. He knows. He knows how to manipulate the system. And dumb luck isn't being good at the game. It's not. It's not. It's not dumb luck if he's manipulated the system to give him the luck. He offers it his 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 penis. He has no control over the system. He's not the host. Look. Here's the thing." If it was about manipulating the fucking system, I would have won our entire Let's Play. We here's the thing though, we can't. You also, we also. I I I'm not the one to be saying this, but we also can't get mad at him for winning on pure luck because it's uncontrollable by anyone. But that being said, Patrick, you should play the fucking Patrick lottery. Does Jesus win. Christ, Patrick, you should play the lottery, Patrick. Holy shit, <laughs> like. Patrick wins every Mario, like, I want to say 98% of every Mario Party game we play. And it's not always, you know, salted. It, it it can be, you know, a fun time most of the time. I just, I get salty when I'm about to win, and then he wins anyway somehow. And he didn't even intend you mean to. Like how, it just, he happens to win. Like how the whole... <laughs> Go ahead. Like how you, you, you just, you were so sure you had the minigame star for Horrorland. And then he had 118, but I had 147. And he's just like, well, how did I lose? I want to check that. I want to check that. And you see, so I have that much more. I'm like, Jordan, there's these things called coin collecting mini games. The coin, yeah. I raked in the dough of that time. Yeah, it's because they judge by, they give you the bonus minigame star at the end of the game by judging how many coins you earned in minigames. And yep. Patrick earned the most because they're the coin collector ones, like you mentioned, where you literally spend the minigame getting as many coins as you can. And he just collected the most in those few coin mini games, and and that's what pushed him over. But I may have won like uh, 
as many mini games, if not more than him, minus that. Mario Party One was really bad with that because there was like some really stupidly broken mini yeah. games. <laughs> Mario Party One is very unbalanced. Like, yeah, very unbalanced. Well, it was uh, the first in the game, or first in the series. What do you expect? Right. I know it's a good game, right. but yeah. And both these, we played in Space Land Horrorland. I won both these just by one mm-hmm. star. Like, if I didn't land on the happening space, Peach probably would have beat me because she would have. I had one more star than her. Yeah. But because she, she had kept on, she got like three stars in like two turns, and it was horrend, like horrendous. Yeah, definitely. Besides, that, it was fun. And then after that. I got and jumped into Yakuza Kwame 2, the first one, so I might as well hop on the second. Holy shit. So Ben just came back, but he knocked his microphone over on the on his... He kicked it, and it just fell down. And before, his thing just completely just like... <clears throat> no, it's still plugged. It should be plugged in. Working fine. I have the same microphone. Wait, yeah, I was playing Yakuza Kwame 2. Um, I stopped at the where you're supposed to have that meeting with the Omi Alliance, swearing a truce. To not stop, to like not have a war happen. Of course, that didn't happen, and everything just went to shit. And I played that for like a while. And I remember stopping at recruiting Majima to have his family's subordinates help Tojo clan against the Omi Alliance for the war. And yeah, and I stopped there. Which I'm very happy that they brought back, uh, you know, the Cabaret Club mini game. That was one of my favorite things to do in Yakuza Zero, and they brought it back here, so I know how to, everything, how everything went, and how to win, and get good at that. So, be looking forward into that. Another one they added in was new was uh, like a, a strategy game where you're supposed to survive like ten waves, and you had to select your units and put them on the battlefield wherever, and they just have them have a go at it. Sort of like. Sort of like, I want to say it's like fucking XCOM, but not turn-based. And uh, it's just pretty much for construction jobs and whatever not. But the one thing that like, <sighs> I was really weird is uh, they were, the evil kind of doers are all Japanese wrestlers. Like you get confronted by the great Muta. He's like, yeah, I'm here to take over. I'm like, Muto, I'm like... Oh, Muto, that sounds very familiar. I'm going to look that up. I was like, oh, no, that's... <laughs> yep. I looked, I was like, no, that actually sounds a little weird. And then... Is it, uh, isn't like, Nagata there? I'm not... I don't think so, but I know Fujinami is more like one of the captains there, too. So. And then I didn't want to look in the cards. I actually got spoiled that there's that there's more Japanese wrestlers that you can hire as a, <laughs> on your team. Whatever, my Nagata's in Yakuza 6. But yeah, for the Majima Construction Family thing, there's these cards you can get that have players on it. And they actually have New Japan Pro Wrestling wrestlers on there. So you can get Kazuchika Okada, Tatsuya Naito, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Yono. I think that's might be it for cards, unless I'm forgetting someone. But yeah, I just saw those. I'm just like, well... I am not going to beat the game until I get every single one of these characters and have them at the max level and make them the most powerful thing ever because I want to watch Kazuchika Okada, Tetsuya Naito, and Hiroshi Tanahashi and Yono just beat the shadow construction workers. Yeah. That, <laughs> that just sounds great. It is. And I just I almost lost my shit because of it. Cause it was so good. Yeah, I would too. 
So, yeah, there's that. And then the last thing I've been playing a lot recently was Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon because I've never... Because once I had it before, I never beat it. Like, I hardly played it because I guess I was not in the mood or doing anything with it. But now that uh, fucking Luigi's Mansion 3 is coming out this year, supposedly, I was like, well, I buy it online with my bundle of stuff. So this came off my cart DS, which I guess I can catch up quickly because I didn't really play too much of that. But for Luigi's Dan Mansion Dark Moon, I'm like, I did not I did the mansions one and two because they're split in five mansions, like little submissions in there. You're supposed to collect these Dark Moon Crystal Shards to, you know, beat the game and whatnot. And of course they brought back Boo collecting. There's at least one Boo in every level. And they also have a different setup to where you're supposed to capture the ghost because you're supposed to flash your flashlight on like you do in the first game, but you have to hold down the A button and like get them perfectly and then you can suck them up and then you have like this little meter that goes up. The more they resist, or you can like instantly get them. And then you have like a special flashlight with like a rainbow color on it to like reveal secrets and whatnot because some of those puzzles are i would really do like it of course it's a mario game the puzzles are gonna be easy but some of them are like you're gonna have to scratch your head and think about what the hell to do it's not always hand held a which is something i think should be done like those child games like yeah they should give you some easy ones but also ones that make you you know, make you think a little bit and you're like oh that does make sense but no i think i'm like so far, I'm on the third mansion. I'm doing the second mission. Because I have to have this compass open doors underneath the mansion to get in a secret way to continue further. So far, I'm loving the game. I think it's a really good game that everyone should at least try and beat. Or at least play through. Not 100%, but at least just play through it and just enjoy it because it's Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion is a really good series. Really excited for the third one to come out. Yeah. Wasn't that coming out on the Switch? Yeah. Yeah, it's coming yeah, on the Switch, because be I was like, that Nintendo Direct that you no, and Marina were, and I shut off my phone because I didn't want to get spoiled by it, because I did not know anything about that. Going home and watching yeah, it, I'm just like, I just stopped, I was like, you know, I was like, nope, we're not watching anymore, nope. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to do this shit at the beginning, he's like, oh yeah, there's Luigi's Mansion 3, but let's move on, I'm like, nope. You give I mean, me more details about that. Trailer. I know, but they. I want more in, information. I, I've been wanting a third game from the home console for so long, and they just like, oh, here's a trailer. It's like, nope. You do drop every other thing. You tell me about this game now. You no. just, just go drop Metroid Prime 4 for now and give me Luigi's Mansion Did 3 they and even put full say focus on that. Metroid Prime in that. Nope. Oh, they've shown us that image. Nope. That's all really? they've done. All yeah, show, all which they've done. is fine, but that's all they've done. And I better hear some fucking news about Metro Prime 4 very soon. That would be nice. That would be very nice yeah. because that is no, my last game but not least I played finally, I finally waiting for that cup played Mario Kart DS, which is... What were you saying, Patch? I said I finally played, I finally played Mario Kart DS. It's weird to get... It was weird to... You never played it before a, that? The hang of it at first because... You never played it before what? that? I'm shocked. Oh. Nope, never played it once. Yeah, Mario Kart DS was... I never had a, I never had a DS yeah, going on. Yeah, it was never sense. a handheld. Because that was, when I got my first DS, it was Mario Kart DS bundle. Um, it was nice. That, that was awesome. The only experience I had with it prior was the GameCube, or like the GameCube, like uh, Game Boy Player, which only had like Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Color games mm -hmm. that you could play on it. But yeah, I finally played that. That's it's very good. good. It took me a while to get like I'm, into it, like I the turning and whatnot and the mechanics. Honestly. 
Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yes, I know. They need to bring that back. I found that out. I was like, oh, this is cool, even though some of them are like really stupidly yeah. simple. But see, you, you do bring all it that. back and like that modern day stuff and like have certain challenges where like you're supposed to win this race with only In this, this item or, or whatever. Not And the boss yeah, fight. just do something like or it's not too hard, but it's easy. And the bosses were like a nice thing. I was like, wow. Why is it only this game that right. is you know, yeah. like this? And see, the be- I think my favorite part is once you do all that and you do all the cups and get all the gold trophies, all that stuff, you unlock every cart for every character. And, and I mean, you could be Luigi and pick Bowser's cart and vice versa. Like, every cart yeah. will be un- unlocked for every character, and it is awesome. I love that so much. Like, that is probably my favorite part of that game was every cart for every character was available for every character. I like how, you know, the newer games, they have customization options, but this was, like, the beginning of that. This was awesome. Yeah, one jarring thing I saw when I was looking through the stats, it had, like, item. I was yeah, like, I believe that's, like, the luck of what, what, you, what do you What do you What do you mean, item bar? I, I would, I've always assumed that's, like, the luck of what you draw. Like, say, the better the item bar, the better yeah, the Yeah, that's what I'm assuming, too, because I saw that. I was like, this, this is Otherwise, just... Otherwise, you pick one of those items, dumb. you're just going to get one single mushroom. Yeah. Like, just like yeah. wine sauce. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good mark art. So it's a good game. One nitpick I have about it is is, is uh Luigi Circuit from that game, not the any on on the retro stages. The one on that game is specifically where it originated from. It's absolutely horrendous. Is the worst track in the entire game. You cannot prove me wrong. I remember it very well, actually. Good, because it was the one that's raining. Had shitty puddles, and you heard me bitching about that for like. 20 minutes straight about why the f- oh, about me one, like yeah. screaming bloody murder like why would you spin on a stupid ass puddle this makes no sense yeah, yeah. I hate yeah, that stage so much yeah, stupid stage well, other things are fine it's a good it's a fine game that everyone should at least try out you know what I also want to try out the end of the episode <laughs> <laughs> that actually would have been much smarter of me to say um I was just going to say slapping Ben's stomach or something because he's just sitting there so relaxed looking. Like Slappy Joe? Yeah, Slappy <sighs> Joe. Slappy Joe. <laughs> well, you know what? That is a good way to transition into the end of today's <coughs> episode of the Lackadaisical oh, Podcast. I would like to thank you all for tuning in this week. We really appreciate you listening. I hope you like the changes in a shorter time frame. Um... You can find everyone, everyone, every, everyone on Twitter, including me at Jazalatoad, Ben at VidSigma, Vinny at VinnyPlaysVlogs, and Patrick at Assassin underscore Volk. And uh, yeah, be sure to check out our stuff. Slide into our DMs if you ever feel the need. Our DMs are open. Um, we also made a Twitter account for the podcast. Um, I forgot the at name. I want to say it's Give the me Lacadaisa 30 seconds, cast. I can find it for you. Yeah, um, Lacadaisa cast. Okay. So, yeah, like you're spelling Lacadaisical, but just Lacadaisa cast. So, I C A S T at the end of it. Um, so, if you ever want to follow the official Twitter for the Lacadaisical podcast, there it is. At the Lacadaisa cast. Or just at Lacadaisa cast. Um, and, yeah, wraps up this week. Again, thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, we will see you guys next Friday. See ya.